0: You're listening to Radio Mayapur with the best devotional, meditation, kirtan music, and inspirational podcast. This is Radio
1: Mayapur. Good morning, everyone. This is Radio Mayapur. This is Ganga Das, your host from Italy, living in Mayapur for a long time. And today is a very beautiful day, nice sunshine, and clear sky. And the night is getting a little cold, we need a blanket to sleep, and the daytime is warm and pleasant. So today we are very, very fortunate to have with us one great soul. His name is Tulsidas, he's from Bulgaria, and he's born in Sofia in 1981. And he's a wonderful devotee, he looks like a very beautiful baby face. He's doing Sankirtan, and he's a great devotee, I know him for a long time, I've been in Sofia, we did some uh, pizza preparation, cooking class for the devotee there. And uh, so we are going to ask to Das Prabhu because he's in Mayapur, comes every year. So we're going to ask him some nice questions today. Tulsi Prabhu, please tell us a bit about your background, your family. You are born in 1981, so you are a kid. Uh, you're not very old. <laughs> and uh, so tell us your, a little bit about your family when you grew up and what was the story of father, and mother, brother and sister. Tell
0: us. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Thank you, Ganga Prabhu. Hare Buddha. Yeah, my story is uh, not something special. I'm coming from a normal uh, family, workers' family. My father is a builder. My mother is uh, working in a hospital. And I grew up as a normal kid, playing all day. I was into sports a lot, training, basketball. What type of sports? Basketball? Wow.
1: You are quite tall, actually. Uh, six feet? Not so much, but... Six
0: feet? <laughs> yeah. 1.8 meter. Even at some point, I was very ambitious to make a bit, big muscles. Wow. It didn't work out as you can see. <laughs> Maybe spiritual muscles Yeah. in the future.
1: Absolutely. And then so, yeah, you have a I, brother, sister?
0: I have one brother. Elder or younger? He's much uh, younger than me. 11 years wow. difference. Okay. And he's as a kilos. He's two times bigger than me. I am 65 kilos. He's 108. So he he's is, a bodybuilder. He's is a he is the big boy, yeah.
1: Uh, you put your your desire into him, and what's the story?
0: <laughs> Actually, yeah, I guess uh, the arrangement of Krishna was he had to become the big one because we are using him every year as a bodyguard for the Ratayatra festival. Wow, that's nice. So he's doing some service, gradually getting more and more serious in Krishna consciousness. Nice.
1: And your father, mother, are still there in uh, Sofia? Or?
0: Yes. They are still with us nice. on this world. They were in the beginning of my Krishna consciousness. They were a little bit uh, suspicious, afraid what will happen with their boy. But now after so many years, I see a big, big difference. Like my mother, sometimes she's chanting a little bit. She's offering everything that is possible to be offered at home nice. because my nice. father, he's into meeting things also. Okay. But somehow they found their way to do something. That's good. Improving their life just yes. because you're a devotee. That's a
1: wonderful magic moment. But tell us how you come in contact with the devotee or with the books or with Prashadam. What, who was the person who,
0: or where did you meet uh, or you connect with the devotees? I was actually quite fortunate to meet the devotees uh, Very early. I was 16 or 17. And of course, these are the years that generally teenagers, they want to try everything in life. So I also... Yes. Tried everything in life and still I... was not feeling completely... Satisfied. Satisfied, happy... uh, with... with my life as a general. Companies... uh, Girls, alcohol, everything. Whatever I tried, it was okay. giving you a little bit more happiness than the normal that you have every day, but not something special. So one day I was uh, just staying in the center of Sofia. I was eating my healthy sandwich in order to Become make it strong. Yes. <laughs> And suddenly a lady came in front of me and she said, okay, oh, can I show you some books? I said, what kind of books? She said, well, about yoga, meditation. I said, yeah, why not? So she showed me the books and I don't know why. I never had idea. Uh, generally, my family was not really religious. So I never had really idea about spirituality, even about yoga, all these things. And I don't know why I just asked her. I was always very interested to know what is yoga, actually. I don't know why I asked this question. Something from previous life, maybe. (laughs) Maybe. So she said, oh, you want to know? Okay, let me read something for you. And I remember she opened a very thick red book and she started reading verses from this book. And these verses are, maybe you recognize some of them. Basically, what is the use to build a house when you can live in caves? What is the use to... Mm use a pillow when you can uh, use your hands and so on and so on. Like that, maybe she read around 10 verses. I was just listening. (laughs) Interesting. (laughs) Yeah, and I was trying kind of to proceed the information. So is this yoga? My idea about yoga was (laughs) someone is sitting with closed eyes and... Meditating. Yes. So she started explaining, speaking to me, and then she asked me for donation. And I said, Sure, I'll give you a donation. The only problem is I have only 30 cents in my pocket. So she said, no problem. Give them. And she gave me a book, a small book. Wow. Perfection of Yoga. That's a beautiful book. Yeah. And uh she said, here go, read the book if you like it. Come by, we have a place. And I went home and I started reading the book for one week. I finished the book. Finished the book. Of course it's a small book. Under
1: pages, under 20.
0: Something. Yes. It was very... Just by seeing the book, it was looking very... Attractive? Attractive and also special. Oh. The format of the book w- was very unique. It was not like the normal book somehow. And when you turn back, on the front page, you have this uh, picture. I think Krishna is speaking with Tudeva, mm-hmm. And then... Uh, on the back, you have Shio Prabhupada, very interesting picture of Shio Prabhupada with so much sandal on his on face. On the forehead. Yes. So I was wondering, what is this man? He looks so strange. What is this yellow thing? Like, <laughs> But it was really provoking me to look at it and to think about it. And then when I started reading the book, actually, Prabhupada, he can speak strongly. So I was... I was seeing what he's saying it's it's true. it's true. But at the same time I was wondering why he's speaking so boldly so boldly, so strongly, especially against some kind of people, like yeah. Mayavadis oh, or yeah. scientists or <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, I I was really intrigued about the book and then I after a week I went to see what's going on. In the temple. In Sophia. It, it, it was actually like a Sankirtan center. It was not really a temple. It was a house. It was a house. It was locked from everywhere, so I couldn't enter. So then, at the end, someone opened the door for me. I had to go through a very narrow, completely dark corridor, four or five meters. So Scary. I was already Scary. a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and then I opened the door, and basically, I entered into a garage. Mm. that was the center it was just a garage Garage. which was made into a temple temple. and I just sat down and after a while two three devotees came with their special clothes I never saw something like that (laughs) and then they took out some special instruments I also never saw caratals and bridanga and then they just open a, a cupboard and there was a deity there. Wow. A dose, Jagannath Bodhisattva Bhadra. Wow. Very small, maybe like 15 centimeters tall. Nice. So everything was like very...
1: Mystical. <laughs>
0: mystical, <laughs> uh, interesting, uh, not really scary, but unknown. And then I went through the whole program and I was just sitting there and looking around. And then at the end, uh, one... Ramachari came to me and gave me a huge plate of prasadam. Whoa. So I, at that time, I was I was eating a lot because of the ambition to make muscles. I was eating seven times a day. Right. Uh, but the quantity of prasadam that he brought, I, I told him, this is enough for two days.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I cannot eat this. Just forget about it. And he said, no problem. Just sit down, relax, and speak with the devotees, and you'll see you eat it. And yeah, it's true, after maybe one and a half hour, it was gone. (laughs) And the most interesting thing was that when I left, I was feeling so... The word is ecstatic. You were charged up. Yeah, I didn't have any heaviness from the big quantity of prasadam, or I was really, I was feeling I would start flying. Wow. So then I said to myself, okay, this is very nice, very interesting, but... I shouldn't come too often here because it's getting dangerous. I I can become really attached to it. (laughs) So I put on myself like a quote, I won't come more than once in a month over the beginning. That was my... Nice. So yeah, basically in this way, I start coming to the devotees and after maybe a a year or a year and a half, I finish my uh, college studies. I finished a school for uh, hotel management and tourism, nice. and then uh, I had to start the real life. And <laughs> my parents they told me, "No, you, you got such a good marks, just continue studying." But I was, I was not seeing any any future in studying. Like I studied for twelve years, and I was thinking, now I have to study another five six years, and why? Just I, I couldn't accept that this you continue to be my life. Mm. So basically I said, no, I, I don't want to do that. And then said, okay, then you have to start making money. Mm. Start working. And I uh, shared with the devotees this. They told me, well, why don't you just start working book distribution?
1: This nice. That's
0: nice. I said, it's a great idea. There is only one problem. My parents, they want to see that I'm bringing something (laughs) and they thought about it and they said okay no problem if you want to distribute the books just distribute them pay the books and whatever profit you make for a certain amount of time just keep it for yourself so that you can show your parents you are making money you are independent and you can go on in this way and I did it and my parents they they said okay you are making money fair enough that's a good working arrangement
1: yes (laughs) But what was the I wanted to ask you this is a fantastic story but uh, at what point you thought that after disciplining books after studying for so many years, at which point you thought maybe I should become a devotee or join the temple what was what was the the thought in your mind which makes you so attracted to think okay now I am
0: ready for this and to go deeper. Actually, I'm, I'm from the people that they don't like to take decisions fast. Okay. You have different kinds of yes, people. Yes, yes, yes. Generally, I try always always to look very carefully the situation and wait and see that everything is fine. So basically, that was also my way to enter in Krishna consciousness. Nice. First, I uh, started going to the temple, then devotees, they made a vegetarian course, so I said to my mother and father, okay, I am going for a vegetarian course. Of course, they didn't know it's Hare Krishna course, but it would work out. And then I start uh, traveling every day, going to the temple. I was traveling one and a half hour to go to the temple, go on a morning program, get the books, go out on Sankirtan, and then come back in the evening. Nice. So after maybe more than half year traveling like that, I said to my parents, you see, I'm really tired from all this traveling. Let me just go and sleep there where is my work in Monday evening and Tuesday evening and Wednesday evening and maybe Thursday evening and Friday I'll come back and I'll stay here for three, four days for the weekend. And they didn't like the idea very much, but at the end of the day, they said, okay, you're independent. I was maybe 19 at that time. So they said, okay, you want to do it? Fair enough. So in this way, I started really spending some time with the devotees. But I didn't have the courage the courage to ask them, can I just come and live with you? So maybe after one year or so, devotees, they said, you are anyway sleeping three, four nights in a week here. Why don't you just... Stay with us. Yes, move. (laughs) And I said, well, it's a good idea. Okay, let's just, but let's do it gradually. So I started instead of uh, Thursday evening to go home, Friday morning, then Friday evening, then Saturday morning. (laughs) And gradually my parents, they got used to it. They said, okay, that's your life. Do whatever you want. Actually, it's very interesting. In the beginning, (coughs) they had, we could say, Three complaints. First, uh, they were saying, We want you to stop to be a Hare Krishna and find a very good job and get married. Then, maybe after five years, they said, Okay, you can be a Hare Krishna, no problem, but at least find a good job and get married. <laughs> Two. And then, maybe after another five years or so, they said, Okay, we understand. You'll be a Hare Krishna. You'll be do whatever you're doing, like your book distribution or whatever. But at least get married. Yes. <laughs> so this taste you... They're still asking you. This
1: day, yes. Do you want to get married? We can arrange.
0: We have a lot of girls. I know. <laughs> My is a good place to get married and to have a good life. Well, no, I okay. try to stick in this lifestyle. And let's see if Krishna allows me. How old are you now? 42. Yeah, maybe you're
1: already past the stage of getting married. <laughs> it's difficult when you're getting more and more old. But, uh, so, but uh, do you apply some of the study you did to tourism and management in your spiritual life as well? On your personal level or on the organizational level?
0: I was not so much involved in management. Okay. Uh, maybe just managing a little bit the... Uh, traveling Sankirtan party. But of course, living in the temple, yes, these uh, disabilities, they help. Like you are receiving guests, how to receive the guests, how to prepare for their arrival, their room, all these things. You You learn nice things. Like for Absolutely. example, sometimes we were cleaning the room for guests with other devotees. And I was telling them, you have to clean really nicely everywhere. And they were cleaning, cleaning. But then when I was doing this in a hotel, they were teaching us how to check if the room is really clean. Yes. So at the end, I was going and checking, let's say, on the top of the door. And I was saying, no, you didn't clean. They were saying, oh, but you didn't tell us we have to clean there. <laughs> I said everywhere. Well, first devotee that uh, inspired me, he's still a devotee, very nice, uh, very serious devotee. He's living in London, Bhaktivedanta Manor. You want to mention his, his name also? His name is Shashabindu Prabhu. Okay. With his wife and uh, two kids. Nice. When I joined, he saw me and I guess he decided, okay, this is a reasonable boy to work with. (laughs) And he gave me so much time. Basically, for six months, he was with me from morning till evening. He he trained me in everything, like philosophy, practical things, how to deal with the devotees, everything. So I'm... Very, very, very grateful to him. And then uh later I met another very nice devotee. You could say like everybody is looking for his soulmate in life. Yes. Well I I could say this is maybe to a big extent my soulmate in Krishna consciousness. His name is Pandava Prabhu.
1: Oh yeah. You are always together with him when we come there. Yes.
0: You nice. look like Pramuchere. twins. You
1: are always together, doing things together.
0: Basically, we were always traveling together. Yeah. We, first time we came to India, it was together. Actually, if I have to be, I have to give him some credit. He went and he worked for uh, almost two years in Radadesh and BLS. This is an online store for books, Shiv books, so that we he can get the money so that both of us, we can come here first wow. time to do bhakti shastri so i'm eternally indebted to him as well and yeah since then we are basically traveling always together doing books together we spent almost yeah 15 or 16 years coming every year together in mypur studying yeah. i was doing mainly studies in uh, mi doing all the different courses there he was uh, studying in the beginning in Mai, then he started uh, helping in the Bhaktivedanta Academy, in the guru ko, preparing the materials for the adult education, all the philosophy materials.
1: Nice. It's nice to have a close friend like that, that you can confide and you travel together. You have same interests. So this is, uh, I kind of think it's a safe situation for the traveling monks. Traveling around the world is nice to be, not to be alone, you know. And Somebody's with you always, you know, you can guide each other, help each other and be remaining Krishna consciousness. Now, Tuvasi uh, Prabhu, you are doing the Bhati Shastri, Bhati Vedanta, no, Bhati uh, Vedanta and then Bhati Vaibhav. So you are the, the PhD of Krishna consciousness, I should say. Because you went through, tell us a little bit about this, Shastri and Bhagavad Vedanta and so how the progressive study goes, and the philosophy, and memory, or book. Tell us more about this study, which you you are fortunate to do this. You know, I I never did it because I was traveling in Sankirtan and then managing temple and this and that, so I never had time to study. And now I'm too old, I guess, to start now. I don't have enough. Uh, grey matter inside I had to remember things but tell us your experience here in Mayapur you studied Bhakti Shastri first yeah. which year it was I came uh,
0: 2004 2005 mm-hmm. and did Bhakti Shastri at that time I didn't have any plans to continue really studying a lot but uh, sometimes Krishna has I have a different plan So my guru, uh, His Holiness Kadambakana Maharaj, he, after these first years of study, he told me, well, I think it will be very nice for you and for your spiritual life to continue coming every year in Mayapur and study at least six months. That's nice. Basically, (laughs) yeah. He said, come in Mayapur, study six months, invest in... uh, education in developing your character and then go back to the West, to Europe and preach, do something for the mission. Nice. And okay, this is the desire of guru. So I try to do it. To be honest, it was not so easy because as you are saying for yourself, you couldn't really study a lot in your life. You are more man of action. Yes. yes. I also at that time being like, 23 or 4, I couldn't imagine that my whole day will be just studying from yes. morning to evening. It's too much. Like, you are young, you have so much energy. So yes. I was even complaining sometimes to my friend Pandava. I cannot understand why Maharaj wants me to study. I'm I'm not a scholar. I'm just give me some books. I'm a simple guy. Just allow me to go for a few hours on the street. I'll do the books and then I'll go home to the temple and do... Go rarity, eat some prasadam and my life is excellent. Happy, happy yes. Life. <laughs> so basically I had to push myself to to be able to follow the instructions of Maharaj. But now after all these years, I see how great was his vision. Because now I see how this is giving me so many opportunities like for example in the last few years since the covid started so we had to spend more time in the west we started doing bhakti shastri in my country in bulgaria and devotees were so grateful then we spent the last uh one year in new york in the brooklyn temple and we started also doing some courses there also bhakti shastri course which is going on still so it's a good opportunity to do something for the devotees.
1: You say some word which resounded to me. It's like, why not invest in some of your time? When I see all these uh, famous uh, athletes or I was in motorcycle sports and racer, Formula One, and motocross and I can see these people when we see them in television or we see them you know, they're competing and they're the best and then but we only see them for the time they compete. But then we don't see the backside. It's like they invest so much of their time and years in training themselves to become what they are today. So when you say, why not invest in some of my time in study? So at this investing of our time, what is our attention, what we desire, what do we want to become? Because every second of our life, we have a choice. So if we invest our time in studying those books, and teaching those books, that's a very powerful tool by which we can you know, remember constantly. So the investment is very great. You did and your Guru Maharaj was right because now you're teaching. You are one of the teachers in your own language and also in New York. So I think everybody should invest some of his time into you know understanding what is Krishna Consciousness. So, but what is the difference between Bhakti Shastri and Bhakti
0: Vaibhav and Bhakti Vedanta, let's say? I, I, I don't know. I'm just asking. I'm curious. Yeah. Bhakti Shastri is a basic study of four books, Bhagavad Gita, Nectar of Devotion, Nectar of Instruction, and Shri Shupanishad.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's like the, a basic course that nowadays in ISKCON, we are trying that all the devotees at some point go through this course so that they know the basic philosophy of Krishna consciousness. And I remember when I did this course actually next year, when I finished the course, I was thinking I couldn't really the time was not enough to really understand the philosophy. Like you go really a little bit in a rush through all the books. Yeah. You, you are read doing them fast. it fast. Especially here at that time in uh, MI, Mayapur Institute. At that time Mayapur Institute was M I H E. Yes. Mayapur Institute for Higher Education. Education. So, it was just three and a half months. So, it's not enough to understand. All these books. Yes. And then next year, the news came that Jadavita Swami will teach the whole Bhagavad Gita on Bhakti Shastri. Mm. So, I said, okay, I want to do that. So, I went second time on Bhakti Shastri. Again, three and a
1: half months or four months?
0: Yes. And then I was, okay, now I kind of… Understand. A little bit I know the philosophy. (laughs) So that's Bhakti Shastri. Then Bhakti Bhava is studying the first six cantos of Shrimad Bhagavatam. Okay. First to six cantos. It generally takes here in my for two years. Wow. And then Bhakti Vedanta means study of the next chapter, uh, cantos from Bhagavatam, six to twelve. But in this takes... You're completing
1: the Bhagavatam. That means you're completing the studying the whole Bhagavatam.
0: Yeah this takes longer because stand can do is very big so it takes four years to finish Bhaktivedanta
1: and well, I four years you have to be there every day how does it work on a practical level every year
0: four months Ten every year four, four months. months
1: okay then you come back next next next
0: Yes. month just you year. have to be steady yeah. You have to be able to make your plan that every year, at least for four months. during.
1: But you make notes and everything. It's not like you come back next year, I forgot whatever it is. You uh-huh. make notes. Sometimes it happened to me, you know, start to read the down to fifth count and then I forgot. What,
0: what was I don't know. The notes were there, but actually, if I have to be honest, I think that the greatest asset of these courses were the great Vaishnavas that were teaching us. That was, I could say, the... Like the crest jewel of the whole. Wow. Of course, like devotees like Jani Vasudev, yes. uh, Bhakti Chaitanya Maharaj, many, many, many great Vaishnavas were coming and teaching us. So basically, this is what stays. This association. They don't give you just knowledge. They rather give you a value system, understanding what means to be a Vaishnava, how you should live as a Vaishnava, what is the culture. As the culture in poor All these things you can learn. So it's not just notes that yeah. you are taking with you.
1: Where you're allowed to record, for example. and Yeah.
0: Can... Actually, there was uh, official recordings and whoever yeah. wants can get them. And afterwards. they give you also the
1: material by which you can study. and That's very nice. It's a nice course. It's beautiful. Oh. So would you recommend
0: any devotee? Of course. Yes. I definitely... Recommend. I definitely recommend uh, whoever has a little bit free time, just uh, come to mypur stay for a few months, and invest in uh, going through some courses. Would you recommend the Bhakta Shastra class as a requirement for first initiation? I wouldn't put it as a requirement, but I would say that it's very, very, very nice if devotees who are. Desiring to become a serious devotee, initiated devotee means serious devotee, to go through it. Because it gives you better understanding why you're doing something. Why I want to be a devotee, what I want to achieve in this life. Otherwise, we can be a devotees and we can... Uh, Float. Yeah, we can desire so many things. Like, I'm, Why I'm a devotee? Well, because I heard in this way I'll be better in my business or whatever. <laughs> we can have so many different understandings and motivations. So from this perspective, I would say it's very, very nice.
1: Now, would you say that, okay, what's, what's your future plan? I mean, like you, you spoke about, you know, I want to be a devotee, I have a desire. I know that the desire in our heart is like a, a, a compass, which is guiding us. So what, what's desire in your heart? You know, what you develop, you know, this year of study and understanding, Srila Prabhupada, scriptures, Vedas, Bhagavatam, which direction you're going? and um, How do you see yourself in 10 or 20 or 30 years,
0: for example? It's difficult to see myself. <laughs> but, uh, well, what I would like to see that I'm growing more and more in Krishna consciousness. I am uh, first, maybe the most important, I am finding a way how I can be happy and satisfied in Krishna consciousness. Okay. Because if I'm not, I won't be able to continue in this life. So that's, I think, the most important. And definitely part of this is to have good connections with the devotees in the Hare Krishna movement, in ISKCON. Otherwise... Association. Yeah. Without good association, how are you going to be happy? Yeah, it's impossible. If someone is pure devotee from the spiritual world, maybe he can be happy just associating 24 hours with Krishna. But for us generally, it's not possible.
1: Okay, but you talk about happiness. No, when I'm happy. So, what, what is what is giving you great happiness? Because there are different people that have great happiness. You know, in the material world, people become very happy if I make a lot of money, have a big house, a beautiful wife and children, whatever, car, motorbike. But what's what's your standard or level of happiness in Christian consciousness for
0: you? Well, me personally, like many devotees, they can find happiness. Let's say if they Achieve something big in Krishna consciousness. For example, I know you do a lecture in front of 2,000 people or you make kirtan or my kirtan me or whatever, which is very nice and definitely this gives some <clears throat> happiness in life. But my personal realization is that even if all, all these things are there, if you don't have a good... Friends and good relationships in Krishna consciousness, you won't be able to be happy for a long time. Correct. So that's my understanding about you No, know, in the
1: scripture they say Annamoya, Manamoya, different level. But I'm thinking myself always that the happiness should come from the chanting of the Holy Name. That's also there, of course. Because it can come from Prashadam, but yeah, I guess...
0: This should be always there, yes. The holy name, the prasadam. But it's more fun when you can share the chanting and the prasadam with the devotees. Then it's getting more fun. Nice.
1: Totsi Prabhu, tell me how you end up choosing everybody of us as some inspiration to choose a spiritual master. So I know His Holiness Kadamba Maharaj my close friend. He was here in Mayapur in 1980, and we were building together, Shri Prabhupada, Samadhi, wonderful personality. So how, how, how did you, you know, amongst all the spiritual masters, we have more than maybe 100 spiritual masters in...
0: in, in why, why him,
1: exactly? How, how did you choose him, or he chose you, or there was a revelation in your dream? I don't know. I'm just asking. I'm curious. All oh, three at the same time. <laughs>
0: well, actually, I, uh, because in the beginning, most of the devotees that I associated with were disciples of Sukhothar Swami. Mm-hmm. He was like the main preacher in Bulgaria at that time. And he was from Bulgaria? He's from U.S., Sukhothar oh. Swami, but uh, he was he was the guru in Bulgaria at that time. Right, right. So he spoke uh, the
1: language also?
0: Uh, no. Did you learn? No. Not really. No, no. Devotees were translating. Okay. But the point is, I I like his disciples. And I said, well, then I will also become a disciple of Sukhotra Swami. And he actually said that he accepted me as an aspiring disciple. Nice. But then after maybe a year or so, he said that he won't give initiations anymore. So then I didn't know what to do. <laughs> and then I started looking around for other options. At that time, not so many gurus were coming to Bulgaria. Right. Small country, yes. East Europe, you are not liking London or whatever. Yes. And uh, after maybe one or two years, I had the chance to spend some time in Radadesh in Belgium, which is a bigger Hare Krishna place. So more gurus were coming. I managed to see different gurus. And uh, I... Uh, First time when I saw Kadama Kanama Maharaj, he came. He was very energetic. I like his style, his curtains, of course, and his way of presenting uh, Krishna consciousness in a very thoughtful and very personal way, according to the person. And uh, I I had the opportunity to speak with him. I asked him different questions. I like the way how he was answering. So gradually we started develop developing some relationship. Nice. So then I had a dream. Whoa. Like generally, we don't take dreams super like... Yeah, sure. But when they're
1: directly in connection with Guru and Krishna or devote, then we take them a little bit serious.
0: Sometimes, yeah, we can. Yes. Can, if they are confirmed by, by the Guru yeah. and Paramatma. And the Vaishnavas. So anyway, the dream was very interesting. The dream was, <clears throat> that was little later. I was already here in Mayapur. Kadamukana Maharaj came here to teach also in MI. Bhakti Shastri. And then I had this uh, dream that I am getting initiated and... Kadamakana Maharaj is giving me the initiation, but Sukhotra Maharaj is also there. Wow. And he basically kind of said that he is giving me the initiation on behalf of Sukhotra Maharaj. It was a little <laughs> bit like that. It's very strange. <laughs> so then my friend Pandava, he went to Kana Maharaj and told him, Maharaj, uh, my friend Tulasi, he had to dream that you're giving him initiation. And Maharaj looked at him and jokingly said, okay, tell him then to start getting ready for it. And then he said, okay, let's see what's the plan of Krishna. So then gradually we were associating more and more and more and we developed a nice relationship. And after a while, Maharaj said, okay, I think you're ready. Well, definitely I can say this from the core of my heart. If you have some spare time, please do come to Vrindavan and Mahapur and spend some time because... As Kalama Maharaj told me many years, you see after spending six months in Maipur, your life will be transformed. And right. I can say it is transformed and I'm sure everyone who spends longer periods in the holy dam he will feel the same thing. And maybe, yeah, if I have to think about some message for the devotees, I would say let's, uh, Akshay Prabhupada wanted this society to be built on love and trust. So let's try to do it. Let's associate more. Now the society is getting really bigger and bigger, which is the success of this society. Yes. But at the same time, we should not become a uh, big impersonal society for Krishna yes. consciousness. Yes. We should yes. stay big personal society. So let's, let's associate and let's... Uh, Know what's going on with with each other, and let's help each other. And uh, then more and more people automatically will be attracted to be part of this society. I would say. United we stand, divided we fall. Yes.
1: say. So I would like to thank you very much for coming here today and do this podcast with us. I'm sure that all the listeners will be very much appreciating. And uh, Hare Krishna. Thank you so much once again. Thank you, Gauri. Hare, Hare Krishna. Krishna.
0: You're listening to Radio Mayapur with the best devotional, meditation, kirtan music, and inspirational
1: podcast.
0: This is Radio Mayapur.